0: Welcome to Mind Your Biz, and we're blessed to have Mr. Wade Beer in the house from Ability Beast Talk podcast, and uh, he's bringing it. He's bringing it.
1: What's up, Wade? That's how we roll, man. That's how we roll. Thank you, Evan. Evan, I love the positivity. I love the genuineness. I love what you do for so many people out there just trying to get their stories out there, trying to get their hard work out there, and I love the the advice you give with, with business and finance. You're you're real genuine article. That's how we keep it in New York. We're, from, we're both from New York. We keep it real. That's how That's we roll. Right.
0: Thank you, Wade. I appreciate those accolades. And, and look, at Wade is like, he's like flying. All I see is clouds, the sun, man. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's high on life.
1: I love it. <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta be high on life because, Evan, I was born two pounds and three ounces. When I first was going to high school, the teachers told me that I would not succeed in college. They told me to stay in that. Stay an extra year in high school. They told me to get a certificate of completion. Go to go to trade school. I told them f off. I'm gonna do what I want, and I'm gonna go to college. And I got my master's degree. I got a bachelor's degree. I started my own nonprofit organization for people with disabilities. You know, I'm doing everything. Now I started this podcast, so I'm really trying to spread a lot of positivity and a lot of love out there.
0: I love it, man. And I, I love I listened to a couple of your podcast. I love your positivity. You make you know, make people feel like they could do anything and, and 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 nothing can stop you. So we need a lot more of you uh in our life. So we appreciate you and letting us mind your biz, Wade. Come on. Let's so yeah, tell yeah. us to, tell everybody about. I mean, you've overcome a whole lot of stuff, and you pretty much told everybody, you know, they can. They can kiss your butt because you really took it right exactly to the extreme, oh, yeah. you know i love it i love it so oh, yeah. what gave you the strength what gave you the courage what motivated you when most people just stay depressed they don't get anywhere and they listen to everybody's negativity
1: you know i, I you know being born two pounds three ounces you know i, I, I believe god and the universe really put me on this planet for a reason and i think you know my reason is my, my reason i think i'm starting to realize it now at first, I thought I was to work for the New York Knicks. That's always been my lifelong goal. But I think my real reason is to, um, to really be a, a, a motivation for people with disabilities, to show them, like, no matter what your circumstances are, don't let the world decide your destiny. I don't, I don't last, five, five years ago, I decided in my own head, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to let the world control my destiny. It's my destiny. I'm only going to be for, the, for, for for once in my life, you know. You're only going to be in this body once. And I'm going to like control my destiny and I'm going to help a lot of people and really make a difference and show the world you're, you can be defined by your abilities, not your disabilities.
0: Man, that's beautiful. And I don't care about your couple of pounds birth weight, man. You're a heavyweight. Uh, oh, yeah. You always. Bring, you bring heaviness, man. You, you're preaching positivity. You're making people always. think you're, you're
1: impacting society. That's heavy. And we I appreciate it- that. Yeah, thank you so much. It means a lot. Your support means a lot. And we we got to get you on my podcast too. That would mean the world if you're down to do that. Uh, I am there. it would be an absolute honor for me to have you on there. And 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 uh, you know, I I, re- I already see you as a, a friend and a mentor. You know, us New Yorkers, we keep it real. We don't know how to act fake. We we're, we're not for You know, as they done no. Donnie Brasco. We're not for We don't know how to <laughs> act, act that way, you we, know what I'm saying?
0: We can't help it. We can't help it. We're just raw. And, and, I know. and just crude. We're just crude. We just can't help it. And uh, oh, yeah. I, feel, totally. I feel New York in you.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. All day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you know, but, but my, my main goal with the podcast is uh, the podcast is about overcoming struggles from all walks of life with uh, positive affirmation. You know, because and everybody I've been interviewing, a lot of people go through a lot of depression and anxiety in this country. And I really want to help them with that. And I want to show people with uh, able-bodied people that people with disabilities are just as capable. If we got the education and we got the degrees, we deserve the opportunities. We don't deserve a bunch of HR people telling us what we can't do. And I've been in so many job interviews, Evan, that the moment I roll up in there, they, from the expression on their face, I can tell like they've, they've, they've already written me off. Five minutes within the interview, they're already ridden me off. So I, I spend this whole time getting dressed, taking a bus, you know, showing my abilities and showing up. You know, half of the battle, they say it's showing up, but not when, when, when you roll up in the interview and five minutes in the interview, they already decided that you're not the right candidate because they're looking at the wheelchair or they're looking at your disability and they're saying, "What can you do for us?" Well, I got a message for those HR people. What can I do? I can do everything that an able-bodied person can do. And that's why I wanna help people with disabilities. You know, Show this country and change the narrative that people with disabilities deserve a shot, especially when we have the education.
0: And you gotta remember something, what he said is very important. You know, people with disabilities, they just to go through their normal day takes a lot of work. There's more work than us to just wake up and, and, and we just do our thing, right? But people with disabilities, They have to do a little bit extra. And if their personal life requires a little bit extra work and more effort, imagine when they bring it to work. These are people that get six senses, seven senses, eight senses. They're overcompensating for something that they were born with that slowed them down a little bit. So they had to do extra. So remember that, HR. You're not getting a regular person here. You're getting somebody that's. Compensating—that's going to give you more than the average. Is that—is that true, or am I lying?
1: Totally, amen. You're right on, spot on. And like my mentor Dave Meltzer says, you know, uh, you know, we just gotta, you know, we we, everybody has a disability. Everybody has a disability. He says, and and we we just some of us you can't see our disability, so you know we can't we, we we gotta stop putting people in boxes. We gotta stop defining them on their their outer looks or their the fact that they show up in a wheelchair. <laughs> the wheelchair is a part of me. I'm not negating the wheelchair. I'm not ashamed of the wheelchair. The wheelchair is a part of my journey. I love my wheelchair. I love my power chair. Every time I every five years, when I get a new power wheelchair, it's like getting a new car. I'm like, F yeah, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, it's like my new car. I'm like, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna give the ladies a ride on there and on the back. You know, you know I love you know it. What I'm saying I so, love
0: love
1: you, know, you you just gotta, you know. I, I, I think it's a part of me and I'm not negating it. I'm not, but the society needs to know that we're, we're educated. I love when people, some people walk up to me and like they're middle aged people and they're like, Hi, how are you? How are you doing? I'm like looking oh, at them like, What the fuck are you talking to me all slow for? <laughs> like, like, I look at them like, I start talking to them back like, I'm fine. How are you? I mean, they, and they, yeah, and they seem they, so you, they, they seem so stupid. It's like yeah, because they, it sounds like they the, got the problem, right? Oh yeah, they, <laughs> they got, got the disability. Problem. I'm like, what the fuck is? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You're the disabled one. Yeah. yeah,
0: I love it, man. Yeah. So tell me, tell me your perspective, because I'm always curious. How does someone like yourself, that's had to overcome so much, feel towards people like, you know, Naomi? Um, Osaka, that's the, um, you know, the tennis champion that basically is is kind of trying to overcome depression. She's, you know, she's skipped out of the French Open, and I think, some other big events. Uh, what's your perspective on that? Because I always wonder, like, you know, she's, you know, a perfectly, you know, physically able person, just a monster, a beast on the court, right, right, and to get exactly. to, that, to that place uh, and being such a winner – um, when she starts, you know, getting these, you know, these bouts of depression and she's, you know, she's not talking to the press and she's bailing out of events. How do you feel about that? I'm curious.
1: And I, and I think it goes back to what I, you know, what we talked about in the, in the previous segment, in a, the previous question, um, it, go, it goes back to that, you know, we we all have a disability and I think, you know, dealing with depression and anxiety and whatever internal battles and demons that she has to fight off. I mean, I think she's dealing with them. And I, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, when we're, uh, you know, especially celebrities and like when, when, when they get in front of the camera or they, they're they an athlete, you know, I think the pressure sometimes gets to them. You know, I think it's like, it's like getting sacked when you're a quarterback. It's like a defender coming from every direction. And it's like, it becomes too much sometimes. And I, I don't think sometimes I think they put too much on their plate. You know, I think the agents, the people around them, they push them, push them, push them. But I think they're pushing a little too far, too fast. And I think they, they just need to slow it down and calm down. And they they got to realize that this is a, you know, what they're dealing with. is a disability by itself. Uh, They got to, you know, really realize to take a chill pill and, you know, take a break whenever they need to.
0: Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. I mean, and that's one thing, is that people just think of people with disabilities when they're in a wheelchair, they have some kind of, you know, a cane or walk, something to support them physically. But there is mental disabilities that are far more just impactful on their lives that really prevent them from getting ahead, from thinking clearly, uh, and, and you know, and also, you know, suicide, all the way to suicide, which is really Oh, yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, especially coming out of a pandemic, Evan, you know, there's a lot of people that've been at home, and this is the first time they had their uh, cages rattled. This is the first time they had face adversity. You know what they think is adversity. I think it was a vacation for me, but you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. I, I was, I was uh, I was actually getting shit done. I was actually working on this podcast. I was working on a children's book that, I, you know, uh, about people with disabilities. I was actually getting. You know, you got, you got to keep moving forward. I mean, society, if you sit there and watch the news all day, no matter what, where it's from, you know, left or right, you're going to go fucking nuts. You're going to, you're going to, it's going to demobilize you. You're going to start believing with Anderson Cooper and uh, all those guys that are telling you, and you're not going to come out of your house. You're it's gonna, true. Like, oh, my God. I mean, I mean, people rolling past me on the street, it's it's t- so hilarious. They like jump over me. Or like they they go in the grass I'm like what the fuck I'm fully uh, I'm fully I'm fully vaccinated. What are you running? Like I'm not a coyote. They act, they act like I'm a coyote or something. I was like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know.
0: I might get scared too. Uh, I might get scared too right because the, I see the speed you're going right now. All I see is trees flying <laughs> by, by. I might be jumping out of your way, my man.
1: <laughs> you gotta keep it moving brother you gotta keep it moving <laughs> I, see. Man.
0: Yeah, big, man. Man. I love your positivity I, yeah. and and like you said in the beginning it's really about creating your destiny and not letting the world create the destiny for you and that's what you're about and that's what we got to keep preaching to people is is really create the path that you want don't 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 fall into the path that kind of Life is just given to you. you got to create your own life and destiny,
1: right? Exactly. And, and that, you're uh, spot on. That's, you're, you're preaching, man. You're preaching. Because, you know, I hate, you know, when I was growing up in high school, the teachers kept telling me, i think realistically. But, well, excuse me, lady. What's realistic to you is not realistic to me. I mean, we have a different perception of realistic. She's going on her own experience. I'm going on my own experience. She doesn't know like me or my experiences, she's just realistic to her. It's a very um, finicky and a very loose term, and people like to use that thing realistically. Well, what's realistic to you that is not realistic to me. I think I'm going to be in the House of Representatives in the next five years. You know, and one of my uh, one, of the, one of the wheelchair users, she's like, it's about a, having a five-year plan. I was thinking in my head, with all due respect, it's a one-year plan for me. I'm not trying to do a Five-year plan, I don't even know I'm going to be here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take <laughs> it one day at a time and make it a one-year plan. I Five-year plan, right. I think that's they, – they never yeah. work. N- not in business. I mean, unless you put nah. – as you know, unless you put benchmarks and goals and dependencies to that five-year plan, that never – you know, unless you visualize and put a blueprint out there, um, that, that never works. Five-year plans No, are that's too
0: long. You need a one-day plan, a one-week, exactly. one month,
1: one year. Exactly.
0: And then you go to your five-year. But, yeah, you got to take every day as it comes and, and set shorter-term shorter, shorter term goals for yourself in order to get to the bigger goals. Um, and I love what you said. You just snuck it in there. But you mentioned you wrote you're writing a book about disability for kids, which, for me, that sounds really important because – I think it should start at that level, so people don't grow up with, with with interacting with somebody disabled and and just really treating you, just really off. Like like you said, they talk to you slow. They think you you're, you're mentally incapacitated just because if you can't walk. I mean, <laughs> exactly. get out of here. So I hey, I think that's that's a beautiful idea to get kids acquainted with disabilities, and, and so they're not you're not treated like some alien or some some person that's disabled every which way. Oh, yeah. So I love and that I, idea,
1: man. And I, and I love the fact that you said that because, because of the fact that so sometimes on the street, uh, you know, I, I, you know, sometimes when the kid is like, why, Mommy, why is he in the wheelchair? Was, and then sometimes they give him a stupid explanation. I have to, you know, there have been times where I stopped and I actually explained to the kid, this is how I was born. And, uh, you know, I had to use the wheelchair to help me get around. And they're like, oh, Okay you know the kids and kids understand what you tell them they're very intelligent so to under you know a lot of parents they need to educate themselves and and i think this podcast and and just just like you said the children's book um it's going to help that because totally i'm right there with you because um you know it it starts at that age i think it, it starts with that message like this is why i need the wheelchair help me get around it's like like my legs, and it helps me, you know, go from place to place. It's like my car, right? and I think they need to know that, you know. It's like they at that do. age, so, the, so they're not scared when they get older. It's like You know, and, right. and speaking of this, I want to get your perspective on this. Uh, I won't name the name or, or the person, but it was a, you know, I, I grew up, like, loving the Power Rangers, and a couple months ago, I went to a, an event. I was like, maybe I could get this guy on my podcast, you know. Let me go ask him. It was one of the Power Rangers that I grew up watching, and you know it was it was very disappointing from this perspective because when I was in line, the moment he saw me, he the first thing he said, my mask was a little bit down my nose. He's like, your mask, your mask, bro, your mask. He messed up my whole train of he messed up my whole fucking he messed up my whole fucking train of thoughts under my mask, and I was like, oh my god. And then and then he got really quiet, and then he got really quiet. He he. He, uh, he got really quiet because I think he t- thought I was, like, fragile or, like, timid or, you know, something like, you know, this guy in a wheelchair, what am I supposed to do with him? I mean, he, I'll send you the picture in an email. He was, like, a 10 mile, like 10 feet of, like, it was, like, more like 100. He was, like, far away from me in the picture, not even close to me. And it's like, okay. that, if you're that scared of COVID, sir, don't do the fucking event. <laughs> And charge people and, and charge people fifty to seventy dollars. What the fuck are you doing the event for? You know, like, and, and if you're that scared of a person in a, with disabilities, you need a you, you, you need you need to stop you need to stop acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think
0: his mask was on too tight all those years, man. Oh yeah, exactly. The boxes yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He lost a little a lot of breath. A lot of brain cells. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, <laughs> That's fucking dumbass. People are funny, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, people, people are, funny. are funny. Yeah, people
0: are but, funny. Um, but yeah, man, this this kid book. I love that idea. I'm gonna push you even harder, man. Go go for that because I feel like disabilities and handicap should be treated just like diversity. And now that we're being more inclusive and educating more on diversity, I think that should be a part of it. Um, it doesn't oh, matter. Having a different race, different culture, different religions, this needs to be brought into kids' education early, just like disabilities and how people may look different. They may have equipment that supports them. And right. it has to be a part of normalizing it early, early. So they right. grow up not to be these prejudiced HR people or like this right. dumbass in a mask, you know, <laughs> scared of this. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I like. I love to ask the question. Every every guest I have on, no matter where they're from and what walk of life they're from, I ask them one same one one of the same question. And how do we move the needle forward for people with disabilities within society? And they they when they first hear the question, they get a little like, huh? Like, Whoa! I like this question, but when. You know why? Why are you asking me? But but I, I think they they love it because it makes them think. You know, because you know it's a different. You know, they don't they don't usually hear that. And I'm totally right there with you. And it's like yeah, I think I think it's just and there's there's a lot of issues like like you said that there needs to be like there's a lot of issues in this country that are being pushed right now and the amazing amazing movements that are happening. But I think people with disabilities and inclusion for people with disabilities needs to be pushed harder. And I think there's a lot of um, motivational speakers that are disabled, but I don't think there's an advocate. I'm trying to be that advocate, Evan, and I'm trying to be that person that says, you know what, I'm the voice, and and this needs to be changed. You know, this needs to change for the better. And I here's like why.
0: Here's I why. like it. I like it, Wyatt. I think you're right. I think, I think there's still an advocate needed, and somebody that has a big mouth like yourself opinionated, yeah. <laughs> you know, we need a big mouth, we need opinionated, we need smart, uh, motivated oh, yeah. and positive. And I think you fill those, those boxes and I think oh, yeah. we need that. And like you said, I, th- I think they are missing the right advocate because the only time I ever see handicapped people or disabilities on TV right, is right. when they're looking right. for donations. right, it's not, exactly. It's not empowerment, it's just like, here, take a look at this you know, handicapped person, feel bad and, and give us money. And I think it should be the total opposite. Look at this dynamic right. beast, you know, on wheels right. right here. Like, why, why eat it? And and look what he's accomplished. That's what we need. That kind of advocate. You know, we don't want well, to pity you. We want to commend oh, yeah, to, to- somebody to- that's <laughs> that's broken down barriers.
1: Oh, totally, totally. And thank you so much, Evan. I really appreciate your support and everything that you're you're, you're doing. But you know, and I uh, really it means the world. And you're you're spot on. You're spot on that. We need, we need that voice to breaking down barriers because, um, you know, to, to really show the, this uh, world, what we can do and it's about our abilities, not our disabilities. And that, that you know, um, that, you know, we've gone to school and we've gone in debt for a reason. And then, and how are we going to pay this debt off? And if we can't get a job, you know, that's, that's a crying shame we're going into debt and they're allowing us to go into debt and we can't pay this debt off um, because they're, they're, they won't give us an opportunity, you know? So there right. needs to be that voice in there. You know, I'm glad, you know, I really appreciate you helping me voice that, you know, and, and your support means a lot.
0: Absolutely. And we need more entrepreneurs that are disabled and handicapped um, and we need them to come out. And, and and get support because, like you said, they have bills too, uh, so, and a lot oh, yeah. a lot more bills than people that aren't disabled. So right, right, yeah. let's get more entrepreneurs out. Not to bring a business angle to this, but let's support you know people that have disabilities uh, because they have some of the the greatest minds and the most resilience that I think is you know they already have the prerequisites for a successful entrepreneur, um, and I'm not seeing. Enough disabled entrepreneurs come out, and it's not their fault. They probably feel alone, and they they feel like no one wants to support them. People are scared of them. I mean, I don't know. It's a big mess. But you know, uh, but we need we need to we need to change it up. But like you said, why need a bigger voice, uh, some bigger advocates um, to really spread that message? Uh, it just needs to be bigger, stronger, louder.
1: And, and exactly, and, and it's just like we all, you know. That's one thing great about this podcast because, you know, I'm trying to get these stories out there. I'm trying to get these journeys out there. You know, we're all going through struggles, and we're all, you know, I'm trying to get these stories out there of a powerful people with, with uh, have that dis- have disabilities and and that are going to the gym and going beast mode in the gym six days a week, and and just fighting, you know, you know, uh, fighting for their life, and and. We have to, um, we have to like, you know, people, you know, they, they put us on Social Security, as you know, and they, they don't let us do anything with that. They, they, you know, the moment we do something, they start cutting our Social Security or cutting our Medicare. How is that benefiting us? You're scaring us into a corner. We're, that's why we're not coming out. With, that's why we don't have confidence, because you're giving us $900 a month and Medicare. And you're saying, oh, have a nice life. Go work at fucking Ralph's go work, go work oh, at Albertson's go work at a supermarket you know uh, you know which, there's nothing wrong with that but but is that is that the bare minimum we deserve when we're human beings we have we have, we have hopes and dreams to have our own places have our own uh, houses and have our own families is is that you know uh, the, the, the message that they're pushing they, they back us into a corner that way we lose our confidence we lose our voice and we, we just take it. We we just take whatever they give us. Okay, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And we get scared the moment you know, uh, like I I'm not like the the next person that tried to like I hate bullies and I hate when people try to bully me. I tell them to go stick the stick straight up their ass. You know, you know. So you know, it's like <laughs> I, I'm I'm not I'm not you know. I think we need to stop being pushed in the corner. And I think you know I got my masters. In, uh management uh, Evan and I, I have an emphasis in em- emotional intelligence and I mean you you get your ma- your master's degree in the in these majors for a reason you know we have the knowledge we oh, have yeah. the, the skill base you know we have the emotional intelligence to succeed and then what what we should be defined by our abilities like I said and not our disabilities and I think the book the podcast and coming on your beautiful podcast, and, and having you as a friend and mentor, first of all, you're from New York. It's just a, so awesome. And just uh, having you as a friend and mentor. it's.
0: A- I'm there for you, man. You, you, you're speaking the message that I can, I can get behind. Um, and any kind of, you know, support, I'm there for you. If you got any kind of, um, I don't know, if you're doing any fundraisers, if you got any entrepreneurs uh, that you know that you want to, uh, you know, get them over to me. Um, I do a lot of consulting, uh, but I'd be happy to offer it, you know, volunteer my consulting to maybe your top entrepreneur that needs that, that extra push uh, that needs a little advice. I'm there for it.
1: Thank you so much. And I, I will let you know for sure. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, if you can help me get the message on my podcast, that'd be awesome because I think the the, the voices need to be heard and, and that'll be so amazing to and I would love to have you on the uh, on the Ability Beast talk. That'd be amazing. I'd be happy to be there, man. So uh, count me in. Uh, thank you so much, man. And like you, like you said, we're gonna we're going we're gonna move this movement forward and and um, you know uh, show people with uh, people with disabilities have abilities like everyone else. And we're not we're, we're gonna keep it rolling and <laughs> keep it moving.
0: That's great. It's great uh, stuff, Hawaii, well, man. Tell the audience. Where they can find you,
1: or uh, where they can get your your words of wisdom. Uh, Ability Beach Talk is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, um, uh, as well as a uh, um, Pocket Cast, um, Anchor, uh, every platform you can think of, <laughs> and also abilitybeachtalk.com Again, if you can go on Apple Podcast. That would be the most preferable uh, platform and abilitybeasttalk.com because uh, on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a lovely review. <laughs> wow. So, all be right. Great. Well,
0: well, you got it all, people. We appreciate YE Kabir, man. You are a true inspiration, a positive, definitely a beast in my head. Um, oh, you're just intelligent, in motivational. <laughs>
1: yeah. Evan the Biz, baby. Hell yeah, the yeah. New Yorker, the genuine New Yorker, man. Keep riding that bike, man. You were killing it on the bike. I saw <laughs> I, I, so I saw, the I saw on the Instagram. I was like, I'm I'm doing this. I'm getting done. Hell yeah, going beast more. Fuck I'm yeah. <laughs> thank hey,
0: you, YE, yeah. man. Thanks for coming through. We love you. And, and uh, then thanks for letting I love us you too, man. Your biz, man.
1: Uh, I will I will stay in touch and then uh when, when I'm uh, coming out with the book and everything, I'll I'll come back on and then um uh, but thank you for your, your everything you're doing everything you're doing out there and thank you for the, for this amazing podcast interview and i'll be in touch soon